Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Hey, Have You Seen? podcast. I am your host, Heather. If you did not read the description every episode, I will be watching a movie that I have never seen before and giving you my thoughts on it. I am tired of being asked the question, Hey, Have You Seen? Insert random movie title here and then being mildly berated for not seeing any movies. I have compiled quite the list of films to work through on this podcast. So to my dear friends, family, co-workers, acquaintances, and people who somehow organically stumbled upon this podcast, I am going to say that I am so very sorry, not sorry, for probably hating your favorite movie. I just wanted to get that out of the way during this first episode. Again, this is season one, episode one, and I am just delighted that you have decided to join me today. I can't thank you enough for deciding to listen to me talk. This episode, I am going to be talking about Jaws. This 1975 film delighted and horrified audiences with its... Yeah, I have no idea what I'm talking about. All I know is that this movie is about a shark probably a big scary shark, and I can sing the part of the score I assume they use to build suspense. Nobody wants to hear me sing it, so I won't. But if you don't already know what I'm talking about, just Google music from Jaws, and I guarantee you that you have heard someone singing this before or heard it used in a different context. But that's it. That is literally all I know about this movie. So let's read a description and watch the trailer. All right, let's see here. Jaws has a critic score of 98% on Rotten Tomatoes and an audience score of 90%. So I guess people really like this movie. That's a pretty high score on both sides. And the description reads... When a young woman is killed by a shark while skinny dipping near the New England tourist town of Amity Island, police chief Martin Brody wants to close the beaches, but Mayor Larry Vaughn overrules him, fearing that the loss of the tourist revenue will cripple the town. Ichthyologist Matt Hooper and grizzled ship captain Quint offer to help Brody capture the killer beast, and the trio engage in an epic battle of man versus nature. Well, 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 doesn't that sound exciting? Question, why does it matter that this lady was skinny dipping? That's really all I got out of the description. Is it just so the movie could have some nudity? But no, this is rated PG, so I guess that's not it. Okay, whatever, moving on. Time to watch the trailer. Okay, so little jump because I just watched the trailer and it is so dramatic. So they're describing this shark and it's just this guy's like robotic voice, like no passion, no logic. It's a mindless killing machine. It's as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. All right, guy, you're really laying it on quite thick here. I laughed out loud and I don't think this is supposed to be a funny movie. But he's being ridiculous. No wonder sharks got such a bad reputation. And second thing, so there is some nudity. Uh, I found the HD version of the trailer and it's a little dark and hard to see. But uh, yeah, you can see her entire body. Uh, I feel like this one shot is just zooming in on her vaginal area before panning up. And that seems unnecessary. I would be just as scared of this shark in the trailer 
if this lady was in a bathing suit. But nudity is cool, right? Especially in PG movies. That seems dope. Anyway, I uh, seems like the rest of the trailer is pretty normal movie stuff, except the last two lines where they bring this robot guy back and they're like, man's fantasy of evil cannot match the reality and you have to see this before you go swimming. Calm down. I think people get it. There's a big scary shark. But I, I have to admit, I am kind of excited to watch this movie. I think it's going to be super fun to watch and probably question heavily. All right, you guys, I am going to go watch Jaws and then I will talk to you again when I'm done. Okay, another time jump here because I am not very good at the soft transitions in the audio software yet and I have not figured out how to add cute little musical transitions yet. It's coming. I'm working on it. Bear with me. Episode one. Um, I watched Jaws and people like this movie. Like people like to sit down and watch this movie because I hated the ending and there was a whole lot of misinformation about sharks. Uh, but I am getting a little ahead of myself here. So my first question is why does the Brody house have multiple wall phones? Was this a thing? I remember having a landline in my parents' house, but there was just one. I don't know why you would need multiple. And secondly, I would like to question why it is the karate business's fault that a bunch of hooligans around town are karate chopping people's fences. And question why it's a police matter. Shouldn't the parents just discipline their kids for chopping people's fences? And what kind of weak fences are being knocked down by what I assume to be 8 to 10 year old boys? If a child came to my house and managed to knock down my fence by karate chopping it, I would be questioning the people who built my fence. I would also just like to have a quick good laugh at the fake hand they use to put in the sand when they're finding Chrissy's remains. I don't know if this past is realistic in the 70s, but holy moly, can you tell it's plastic with some nail polish on it now? And I will give Jaws some credit for the filmography and the score because both of those were great. The movie has some really interesting shots and the point of view water scenes are very cool to watch. The score builds suspense beautifully and uses well-timed moments of silence to heighten that suspense. But the plot and the writing make this movie kind of a drag for me. And this movie, which I remind you is rated PG, is not playing around. They had the shark eat a dog and a child. Not cool, shark. Also not cool for Brody to take that slap from um, that kid's mom when she blamed Brody and solely Brody for not closing the beaches. Look, that guy frantically tried to close those beaches after Chrissy's death and was stopped by the mayor. I wanted to slap the mayor several times during the movie and I think it would have been way more fun to see the mom slap the mayor instead of Brody. But I guess the guilt spiral that it sends Brody on leads to the admittedly adorable scene between Brody and his son, who's copying his dad's every move, and that is very, very cute. And then we move on to when they go and cut the belly of that poor shark open to see if it has the kid's remains in it, make sure it's the right shark. And first of all, straight up milk comes pouring out of that tiger shark? Like, actual milk is what it looks like. And did you guys run out of fake blood while shooting? You couldn't budget for one more bucket of blood? Like, why is it milk? Nasty. And 
I learned that that is an actual tiger shark that was killed off of the coast of Florida and flown up to Martha's Vineyard for the shoot. That poor tiger shark. uh, Why? So anyway, now we get to watch as Brody and Hooper take their drunk butts out on a boat in the dark and try to find the real shark. And what are you guys going to do if you find it? Invite it to have some more drinks with you, huh? Like, what are you doing with with this? You're both drunk in the dark on a boat, which just seems like a terrible idea anyway, but you're trying to find this apparently ginormous shark and like, I just don't know what their plan is after that. Admittedly, the jump scare during the boat scene is awesome. Definitely got me. Very scary. I was expecting the shark to come up behind Hooper, not a severed head to come out of the hole good one movie and then the whole second half of this movie is just three dudes on a boat trying to catch the shark don't get me wrong i love all the grr i'm the real man here crap as much as the next person but there's so much dialogue between these guys and i don't i did not care about any of it nor did it make me care about any of the characters more but i'm so glad that they got to show off their scars, I guess. I I will make a small exception for Quint's story about the USS Indianapolis, which was a real naval ship that was attacked during World War II, and the survivors were left to try and fend off sharks for several days before being rescued. This does give some context to his character, Shark Obsession. But you guys, this movie forced me to do something I never wanted to do. I had to look up information on deep sea fishing. I never wanted to do that. I had to try and figure out why those stupid yellow barrels were so important. I, and I didn't find a good answer on the internet. So if anybody knows why they were attaching barrels to the shark, why they were so surprised the shark could take three barrels, and what those barrels were supposed to do and evidently failed at, please let me know. Please, I have no idea. I just sat there confused. I mean, they do add tension when you see them pop up on the surface of the water, but you can't actually see the shark yet. But beyond that, I don't see the point. Do you do that with other deep sea fishing things? I I don't know. I went fishing once with my cousin, shout out guys, uh, in Colorado, and uh, I caught a crawdad. So yeah, it was a good time. Don't know that much about fishing. And uh, another thing to add here is this shark harpoon resistant or is quint a terrible shot because this shark gets harpooned three times maybe four and it just keeps coming apparently the shark was named bruce that's very cute and to film they use three different mechanical sharks this shark is freaking harpoon resistant i don't understand like how is it getting shot this many times and still just like Oh, no big deal. I've been shot several times with a harpoon, but I really, really gotta attack this boat. Maybe not stay away from the place. I'm getting harpooned and hurt, but uh, no, I'm gonna keep going. Because I know for a fact that there's tasty people on this boat. Because this mindless killing machine shark knows that for some reason. But, in a much cooler trivia fact, they shot actual footage of a real 15-foot great white shark in Australia attacking an empty, smaller-than-normal shark cage for those scenes in the water, and that's pretty cool. And once they realized the footage of the empty cage was so cool, they actually changed the script so that Hooper would escape to fit that footage, which is pretty cool. And uh, beyond that, let's let's go back to their very stupid plan to poison the shark. Because again, apparently it is a harpoon-resistant shark. So we're going to move straight on to poison. But why does Hooper have to get in the cage, 
to try and poison the shark. Brucey there keeps getting plenty close to the ship. I feel like you could just stab him with the poison from there. And Hooper, why did you stick the stabby thing out of the cage before you saw the shark again? How was that a helpful plan? In this murky water, without your glasses, you know you can't see Bruce coming. Keep your stabby thing and your arms inside the cage because then even if you drop the stab thing, there's a much higher chance of it falling to the bottom of your cage instead of the bottom of the ocean. Or maybe hold it a little tighter if you know you're trying to stab a freaking shark that's going to ram your cage. I just, what a stupid plan. So my next issue is that there's no way a shark would just bite down on an air tank and then keep swimming around with the tank in its mouth. How is Bruce going to eat his next tasty treat with a big old air tank in there? There's no way that he can bite down normally with that tank embedded in his jaw. Honestly, like, it's not a horrible move to try and throw something in a shark's mouth as a distraction to give yourself some time while he tries to work it out of his mouth. But again, I seriously doubt a shark, which this movie makes lots of points to call a mindless killing machine, would continue to attack once its primary mode of killing was taken away. I am also so angry that the shark blew up. It blew up. What? So stupid. That's even worse than the poison. I... We're moving on. So I'm starting a Hooper Did Nothing Club, if anybody wants to join. Because seriously, he comes to town, he spouts off a bunch of inaccurate shark facts, doesn't find the shark with his fancy equipment, proceeds to just play uh, Who's the Real Man Here games with Quint on the boat and not be super helpful there, and then the clumsy doofus screws up all the poison plan and doesn't come back to help Brody or Quint at all. Is this guy a real ichthyologist, or is he just a random rich adrenaline junkie? Hooper did nothing. Overall, just not a satisfying movie ending. I wanted to see Brody be reunited with his worried wife and kids. Maybe a little bit of the aftermath of the shark killing. That mom being excited because she got some justice because that shark was dead. Or, you know, I assume the town threw like a parade in their honor. But no, we just get Brody and Hooper swimming back to shore talking about what day of the week it is. Riveting. Anyway, now it is time for the part of the podcast that has absolutely nothing to do with Jaws and has everything to do with sharks. That's right, it's time for Shark Facts with Heather. Because again, they are super interesting creatures that uh, the movie does no justice to. So sharks are thought to have been around for at least 450 million years. And while Brody speculates in the movie that sharks live for maybe two or 3,000 years, their lifespan is species dependent, ranging from 16 years for the dogfish shark to an admittedly still very impressive 400 years for the Greenland shark. There are currently 520 described species of shark with new species still being discovered. Sharks do not have bones and their skeletons are made of cartilage and sharks have excellent hearing. Sharks have a wide range of sizes from a mere 8 inches to the 40 foot whale shark. Speaking of whale sharks, which only eat plankton, most shark diets consist mainly of fish and invertebrates, not humans. And although sharks are opportunistic feeders and the larger species will prey on bigger marine animals like seals, sea lions, and dolphins when available. Which is what leads to the majority of unprovoked shark attacks. The shark thinks a swimmer is one of its usual prey and unfortunately tries to eat them. There are many reasons for a provoked shark attack, such as fishing, getting caught in a net, 
and people trying to grab or feed a shark. Of over the 500 species of shark, only 30 have been reported to ever attack a human, and the most likely culprits are the white shark, tiger shark, and bull sharks. As long as humans decide to enter the water, there will still be shark attacks, but millions of sharks are killed every year in comparison to the approximately 5 to 15 shark-related human deaths. You have a much higher chance of being struck by lightning, being killed by a bear, or dying from the flu than you do being attacked by a shark. And to wrap up this shark facts with Heather, uh, let's stop killing sharks just because we think they're scary and Jaws was not a very good movie the end. Okay, I kid, I kid, Jaws was not a terrible movie, but I have some major problems with the plot and the entire way that they try to capture and then kill the shark, um, that was all ridiculous. And the entire second half of the movie is just a bunch of dudes sitting around. Uh, maybe bring a ruler next time, you guys. I think that would make things much easier. And then maybe we can have a more interesting second half of the movie. But thank you guys for joining me this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and are maybe not too mad at me for probably disliking your favorite movie. Again, I am very sorry, not sorry about that. Please don't forget to subscribe, share this podcast with your people, write me a review, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at heyhaveyouseen underscore, or send me an email at heyhaveyouseenpod at gmail.com. I hope everybody has a lovely, wonderful, fantastic day, and please join me next time for yet another movie that I have not seen.